Most of the headlines you see about race car driving are dominated by NASCAR and Formula One, and the vast majority of them are also dominated by men. But if you follow BMW or the Pirelli GT4 America series, you've probably heard of Samantha Tan. The Canadian-born Tan is not only an active race car driver in her BMW, but she also owns a racing team called ST Racing. In episode 9, we're going to talk to Samantha Tan. She's going to give us the lowdown on how she got into racing and what exactly it takes to be a championship race car driver in 2021. So uh, tell me a little bit of how you got into racing, because I know there's a story behind that. And you are or were a student full-time. I'm not really sure how many hats you're wearing these days. But tell me about uh, getting into racing with all the other things you've been involved with, including you know, owning a, a team that just won a championship. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I started racing when I was 16 years old. Uh, I always say that my dad was the biggest influence. He's a big car guy and racing enthusiast. So I grew up around cars. Um, but it wasn't until I sat in my first race car, it was a 458 Challenge car, um, and I got taken on a hot lap with a pro driver. Um, I think I was 13 or 14 at the time, and I was completely blown away <laughs> by, you know, the high speed, the G-forces, the intense braking. And as soon as I hopped out of the car, I was like, wow, this is something I would love to pursue. So hopped straight into regional racing in a 91 Civic when I was 16 years old. Um, and then just been racing every year since then. I was also, yes, a student, as you said. I attended uh, University of California, Irvine. I uh, graduated with an economics major actually this year in March. So it was definitely a struggle trying to balance both university and racing at the same time. Um, definitely took a lot of time management and a lot of, you know, moving a lot of events and stuff around. But, you know, got it done. <laughs> Good deal. So what is it that's special about BMWs? Because, I mean, when I think of auto racing, I tend to, I, do, I do a lot of uh, writing about NASCAR, and obviously it's a different animal. It looks like the car that you're racing is, you know, maybe more than the other two styles of racing. As mentioned, it's kind of more, you know, the true stock car sense in terms of that you're not, uh, unless I know, unless I got it wrong here, that you're not completely building a car from scratch, and it's not just a BMW exterior. So talk about the cars you race and, you know, what makes them special and how and why they perform so well uh, with the way you drive. For sure. So the BMW race cars that I've been racing for the past four years started in an M235 IR, and now we're racing in the BMW M4 GT4. Cool thing about these cute cars is that they're factory built. So, you know, you can actually purchase them at a dealer and get them sent from the factory. They're very, very reliable cars. I've really, really enjoyed driving them the past few years. I'm a big BMW fangirl, actually. Um, but again, they're very reliable. We've competed in now two 24-hour races. And, you know, throughout these few years, we've had little to no mechanical issues, or at least failures, um, I should say, in relation to some other manufacturers I've seen on track, unfortunately. But um, yeah, again, really, really great cars. Yeah. Well, so uh, in the Sprintex series of uh, you know, the Pirelli GT America, you switch drivers every time you make a pit stop. So that's kind of an interesting way of racing. Talk about the, that dynamic and how, you know, you maybe you have to prepare mentally the, and, and just kind of uh, snap to it in a way that's different from probably how you started racing in, in other racing formats. Yeah, for sure. When I 
started racing, it was in that sprint race format where it was one driver, one hour race. So switching into Sprint X and, you know, having two drivers, you know, about, I think, 30 minutes into the race, you have to come in, switch drivers. You know, there's no refueling. There's no tire changes in, in Pirelli GT4, at least. But it definitely did. It took a, I guess, a big mental change. I always tell people that it's way more nerve wracking when I'm the driver waiting to get in the car, you know, waiting in the pit lane, trying to stay calm and remember everything I have to do when I hop into the car, you know, making sure that the belts are in properly and all the systems are off <laughs> and just to get out back onto the track as fast as possible. You know, it's been a huge learning curve the past three years, even just trying to get these pit stops absolutely perfect because, you know, if you come into the pit lane elite like one kilometer per hour faster, you get a drive through penalty. So the pit stop is definitely an essential part that you have to absolutely nail every single time. Um, so definitely took some time to get used to, but got a lot of practice in and I think we've got it done. Good deal. So uh, your race company, ST Racing, won the 2020 Pirelli GT4 championship this year as a, as a team. So talk to me about how you, you know, kind of, did you plan for that? Was it a surprise? And talk about your dynamic with the other driver on the team that um, helped you win that. Mm -hmm. Last year, we also actually won the team championship as well as the driver championship. So mm -hmm. I'm not new to my teammates. I've actually partnered with John Miller this year. Great, great driver, great guy. He was partnered with Harry Gottsacker last year, who won the driver's championship and helped us win the team championship again. So again, no strangers, but it took, it was, it was very, very competitive this year. We moved up to the silver class. Uh, previously we were competing in pro-am, um, but now we're in silver. So FIA silver rated um, drivers only in this class. Um, and I think it's just very, very, very competitive this year. You know, we're always in the, in the, top half of the field very 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 close racing even even up until the last race you know um but they were um, at least my two teammates were competing with uh andretti uh, autosport and it was a one point difference into the last race so again just very 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 competitive drivers and a lot of fun <laughs> Yeah, traditionally, I think, just like a lot of major sports, racing has been seen or, or practiced as primarily a male-dominated sport. So what's it like to you know, be a woman in racing? I, I mean, you know, that you're, uh, you know, you're part of a younger generation than, um, than I am, but it's got to be a little bit, I mean, you're, you're relatively one of the few, one of the relative few in the sport. So what's it like, you know, being a woman in racing, running a team, and then yeah, obviously your performance speaks for itself, but you talk about that and being, you know, taken seriously and just sort of the social aspect of that. Yeah, for sure. When I first started racing when I was 16 years old, you know, at the time I didn't really think about the gender uh, issues and my goal was always to be the best driver. It wasn't to, it wasn't to be, you know, like the best female driver, but over the years I've come to realize how important it is to have role models and, and representation at least or minorities in, in these industries. Um, and over, like, I guess more recently, I've definitely come to realize the differences between, I guess, the male and female experience. 
Um, for example, when I go to uh, driver autograph sessions and I'm not in my suit, like nobody thinks I'm a driver. It's, it's crazy. Um, or, you know, when I'm taking photos on track or in the pit lane, and I've, I've gotten comments before saying that I'm more of a model than a race car driver. And that's something that I don't think my male competitors get, you know, those kinds of comments. Yeah. Um, for the record, there's no correlation between being a model and lacking the skill you need to be a successful race car driver. But again, it's just these these little moments where I kind of, I've come to realize that, you know, women aren't always taken seriously um, in the motorsports industry. But I think definitely over the years, we've seen a lot more women um, come into the sport and it's very, very refreshing and it makes me really, really happy. <laughs> So, well, that might, I was going to ask you then, who are some of your heroes in in racing or sports overall? And just um, maybe list some names of people who have inspired you or that you've even seen from afar that have uh, made you want to, you know, um, make your mark. Mm -hmm. So more recently, um, Christina Nielsen, you know, first woman to win an IMSA championship. Uh, Keiko Ihara, Jamie Chadwick. And... There's this little Japanese girl who's just started in formula racing, uh, Juju Noda. Um, I, I'm just so inspired by these women. <laughs> Good deal. You know, we, we, you've, you've been pretty successful, but obviously you have bad days on the track. You have, you have had bad races or when things don't go your way. How do you kind of, how do you deal with that adversary, excuse me, adversity from a mental point of view or even also as a racer? Like, what do you do to kind of, you're not running great in the race or you're not, you know, performing the way you want. Like, how do you turn it around? How do you uh, deal with that in your own special way? Oh, for sure. Um, I think one of the biggest turning points in my career where, you know, I was kind of at my lowest point in terms of confidence in my, in my skills as a driver was in 2017 at Road America when I went off at the kink and I hit the wall at 100 miles per hour, completely totaled the car. Um, I was so, so disappointed in myself and I, it completely shattered again, like all of my confidence. Um, I didn't return to that track until this year. What track? Um, Just a uh, Road America. Road America and that's where at? Uh, in Wisconsin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had something to prove to myself, basically, that, you know, I had, you know, I've come a long, long way. I've worked so hard. I've trained so hard. And I got up on the podium this year at Road America. And it was just such, such a happy moment for me. Um, but I guess in terms of men the mental aspect, I think whenever you try something new, you're going to fail a lot of times and you're going to make mistakes and you have to learn to be okay with that. You know, failure means that you're trying, you fail and you eliminate a method that won't work from failure. We learn, we grow and we succeed. And that's the same mentality I've tried to keep throughout my years in racing. And I think it's definitely helped a lot just to keep pushing, just to keep, keep, um, always learning and, you know, always improving. Good deal. Well, excellent. Well, thanks for taking time to talk with me. Thank you so much for having me.